This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Michael Finelli. The remnants of Typhoon Bolivin will reach the Gulf of Alaska this week, bringing moderate to heavy rain and strong winds to southeast Alaska. According to meteorologist Kimberly Vaughn with the National Weather Service in Juneau, rain is expected to pick up this morning. We're looking for rain to continue through the week and it'll somewhat taper off on uh, Friday. A high wind watch is in effect for communities in the southern panhandle early this week, including Prince of Wales Island, Ketchikan, and Metlakatla. Strong winds with gusts up to 60 miles per hour are possible as the ex-typhoon makes landfall this morning. Winds at that speed could blow down trees or power lines, which could cause blackouts in those communities. Though the rain will be persistent throughout the week, Vaughn says the expected rainfall amounts are pretty typical for a fall storm. It's still going to be heavy rain. We're going to continue to monitor river levels, but it's not anything that's likely to be record-breaking. But there is still the potential for minor flooding across the entire panhandle. At its peak this past weekend, Typhoon Bolivin reached wind speeds of 180 miles per hour, making it the second strongest storm of 2023 worldwide. Ocean temperatures in the western Pacific Ocean are currently warmer than normal due to a combination of a natural warming phenomenon known as El Nino and hotter temperatures linked to human-caused climate change. And the five-person board in charge of drawing Alaska's legislative districts will pay $400,000 to settle financial claims brought by a group of East Anchorage plaintiffs who successfully challenged the boundaries of Eagle River's state senate district last year. The Alaska Beacon reports that in total, the state will have paid more than $600,000 to settle financial claims resulting from what the Alaska Supreme Court called an unconstitutional political gerrymander. Last year, the board controversially chose to split Eagle River's two state House districts between separate Senate districts. Alaska's state Senate districts consist of two House districts apiece, and the division would have given the politically conservative area greater influence in the state Senate. Part of East Anchorage that is less conservative would have been joined with one of the Eagle River districts, something opposed by area residents, who sued, claiming political bias. A lower court ruled in favor of the East Anchorage plaintiffs, and the Alaska Supreme Court said the board's actions were unconstitutional. After the election, the board adopted an interim map as its permanent choice, creating legislative districts that will be used until at least 2030. This is Alaska Public Media. The Alaska Morning News is brought to you in part by... GCI, providing a redundant fiber network to Alaska's North Slope and engineering solutions for energy operations statewide. Details at gci.com energy. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Data Aiku, a platform for everyday AI dedicated to helping teams move beyond the lab to build generative AI applications at enterprise scale. D-A-T-A-I-K-U dot com.